Budget day in the province of Ontario, 4 o'clock this afternoon. The veil comes off the new Ontario budget. Keep in mind that this is a campaign document for the progressive conservatives. They will introduce it today, and then the House doesn't sit anymore until after the election. Uh, this has been done before. This is not terribly new. The Liberals did it in 2018. They introduced a budget. You know, everybody gets everything, and then that we went off to the polls, and of course that budget never gets introduced because the conservatives won. So it sort of depends. It depends the outcome of this election. The conservatives win. They bring back the members. They call back the house. They pass the budget, and you know they say, "Well, the people have spoken. Here's here's what you want." So uh, what's in the thing? Well, we know one of the things which has been leaked, which is that there's going to be a tax cut for those 50k and. Under, uh, interesting that uh, that's that's the move by the Conservatives, whereas the NDP announced this week that they would not raise any taxes on anybody with a family income of 200 k or less. Dr. Lori Turnbull is Associate Professor of Political Science at Dalhousie, joins me each and every week. Great to talk to you, Lori. I, what are you expecting to see coming out of this budget today? Yeah. So as you say, this is a a pre-election budget, right? Like we're almost into the campaign period proper. And so I think we're going to see a budget that is designed to address some of the issues that people are experiencing in terms of cost of living. And so we saw the federal budget come down, you know, earlier in April, and it didn't really seem to get at the day-to-day issues of life that people are experiencing like, and, and try to provide relief for those sorts of things. So I think that's something that the Ford government would want to do to put that up there as a possibility and then say kind of re-elect our government because we're going to start helping you with the kinds of costs that are dragging you down every day. Yeah, no, but the reality of it is, and this was pointed out by the financial accountability officer, Peter Weltman, on this radio station earlier today, is that the cost of living is not exactly a provincial government ballywick. Exactly. And that's like, I mean, the, the situation that we're in now with inflation and demand, you know, disruptions in global supply chains and all sorts of things mean that it's it's hard even for the federal government to be able to respond in a way that's really going to make a difference for you every day. And so governments can't say that though, right? Like the premier can't say, well, your costs are going up and there's nothing I can do about it. They have to say, we're going to do something to help you, right? And so we'll see spending, we'll see tax cuts, we'll see um, infrastructure that's designed to you know, create some stimulus so that people can also point to that and say, you know, the, the economy is going to get better, it's going to grow, we're going to, we're going to be able to participate in that wealth. And so I think we'll hear, you know, it's, it's going to be a kind of, as much as it can be a, a positive budget, I think it'll, they'll try to put that sort of spin on it. And again, like it's designed to say, we, you know, we understand what you're talking about, we understand what you're worried about, and elect us again, so that we can do more, you know, what you want us to do for you. Because ultimately, you know, as you say, like this is this is not really about kind of going into the legislature and debating this thing. This is about using this as a document that is essentially a platform document. It's a campaign document. It's it's the the Ford government will campaign on this stuff and try to get people's votes. Here's my prediction: is one of the headlines or a number of the headlines that are going to come out of this is that uh, this is not a very conservative looking budget. I don't think that that's what we're looking at today. I don't think it's going to play that way. But I, I want to just quickly flip to Andrea Horvath. Uh, I um, interviewed Andrea Horvath for this weekend's Focus Ontario. And I, I went at 
The one promise that I think stands out to me is this uh, freeze on any income tax relief or income tax increase for 200K and under in terms of family income. And then sort of try to figure out like, well, okay, how'd you come up with that number? And this was her response to that. I wanted to be really straight up about that because there are folks that we are we are going to ask to be paying more. And that's the multimillionaires in this province. That's those big profitable corporations that had pretty amazing windfalls during COVID-19. We're going to ask those folks to pay more because uh, because they need to be paying their fair share. Folks, 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 folks. It doesn't answer how we came up with 200K and also won't answer what kind of tax increase are you talking about for corporations Says need to see the budget today before that. But just in terms of messaging, how receptive an audience is there to that? It's interesting, right? Like, you know who she sounds like, obviously, is Jigmeet Singh. Because he says the same things about how, you know, there are there are people, there are corporations, big banks, you know, there are people who who made a profit during COVID-19 and they should be paying some of that back to the people. And so she sounds just like the federal leader when she said, says, you know, this is what we need to be doing. This is where we need to be focusing. The 200K, I agree with you. It'd be interesting if she had kind of more directly answered that question. But even the liberals federally are talking about, I think it's roughly 212K, that sort of thing, like, they're, you know, and, and increasing the tax rates. And so it seems to me that she's she's maybe pitching her numbers and her comments around where the federal conversation is too. And maybe if she were Premier Ontario would do the same thing. I mean, whether there's going to be a lot of uh, response to that, I mean, sure. But I don't know if this is going to be the thing that, you know, kind of wins it for, right? Like it, to say we're going to impose some sort of a tax hike on people who make more. Like, I think there's probably a sense that, that, if if corporations and banks like had had a you know some sort of windfall during COVID nineteen, that there's there's a problem with that, right? Especially if that money could be funneled back in a way that deals with some of the you know critical problems that we have around long term care, housing crisis, those sorts of things. There's a sense I think that people could say, oh yeah, you know that makes a lot of sense. But I'm not sure that um, you know a, an income tax hike for people who make that kind of money. I mean. Is that going to generate the kind of revenue that we we're going to need to be able to tackle these huge problems? And is that going to be something that makes you switch your vote from someone else to Andrew Horvath? Like it's there's consistency there with the federal messaging for sure. I'm not sure this is going to win the election for. I hear you and I agree 100 percent. Lori, always great to talk to you. Take care. You too. Take it easy. Uh, Laurie Turnbull, Associate Professor of Political Science at Dalhousie. We talk each and every Thursday.